Welcome to this edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I am Allison Kaczkowski. I'm your host. And in this space, we define self-care as one of from one of four different angles. One is we look at self-care from a, your perspective of health and wellness and fitness, which is which honestly is probably the most popular way that people define self-care. We also look at self-care from the perspective of taking care of your mindset. And we spend a lot of time in this space here talking about setting goals and intentions and challenging what it is that you believe on a daily basis, because all of that goes hand in hand with how we do us. But we also look at self-care from a business perspective, because as an entrepreneur, we need to always be aware that we're actually taking care of our businesses too. And then finally, we look at self-care from a life's journey perspective, because a lot of people, um, their self-care journey evolves. And that's why we'd call this show the ultimate journey of self-care, because Everything about your self-care changes as you change. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm grateful for your support. So let's get started. So today I have my very good friend and mastermind sister is my guest, Christine Glein. She defines herself as the sole intelligence coach, which I just think is so terribly cool. And Christine and I just got back from leading um, one of my retreats in Turks and Caicos. She was with me there. She helped me lead the program um, for the the magic that transpired for all of the people that met us in the Caribbean. So Christine, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, I'm delighted to be here, Allison. Love, love, love it. Ah, love, love, love it. Love that you're here. So, So let's talk a little bit first before we get into our conversation. I want you to tell my audience what soul intelligence is. (laughs) <laughs> I knew you were going to lead with that one. Right. Um, I'm, I love it. Um, well, everybody's familiar with IQ, right? We all know uh-huh. it all starts with your intelligence, right? The intellect, the idea, the spark. Uh-huh. And you're probably pretty familiar with EQ, right? Your emotional intelligence, understanding um, how much emotions fuel what we do and how important they are, especially in a work setting to understand how you say what you say. So what soul intelligence is to me is really like the why behind the what. Um, it's what really gives your life meaning. Um, and it's it's when you are fully aligned with your mission, your vision, your values, and your purpose. And so if you can live and love and lead from that place, um, that's really what we're all called to do. Yes, I love that because, you know, as you know, so much about what I do is about helping you envision not just what your purpose is, but being able to look after yourself in the best way so that you can live up to your full potential and your full purpose. So I love how you explain that. So why we vibe, baby. That's right. That's (laughs) totally right. So I want, you know, I just, you know, I remember when I first met you and we and, and you sort of shared your story. And I just find that, you know, after the last 18 or 19 months that, you know, we've all lived through with as we're, you know, coming out of the pandemic, you know, what I'm hearing from so many people are, it's not just about what happened, but it's about the journey that, that every, that people have been on. And some, for some people, it's been amazing. It's, they've been able to reconnect with their family and their purpose and whatever. And then for other people, it's been a lot more dramatic. And I know that your story all started when all of this madness began, right? Uh, it sure did. Absolutely. So why um, don't you explain, if you don't mind uh, sharing that with my audience? Oh, I would love to. Yeah. So uh, not that the dates burned in my mind, but March 12th, 2020 was a pretty significant <laughs> day. In <my> right? <laughs> right? Um, absolutely. 
I, um, on that day, um, I, I thought, <clears throat> I guess I should back up. I guess I should say um, prior to that day, I had been a corporate turnaround specialist for most of my career. Mm-hmm. So always figuring out what people, process, or technology needed to move or shift or change in order for the business to meet their objectives. Mm-hmm. And I was in what I thought was my last turnaround, uh, year one of a three-year plan turnaround, actually. And um, I got a phone call while I was at the doctor with my husband, who was having a biopsy done. And I got told for the first time in my life that my services were no longer needed. And I was in complete shock, right? Yeah, Yeah. right. Um, Because I have always met or exceeded expectations. Like, Mm -hmm. I just had earned a performance bonus. Um, I was just like, what? Yeah, you were like, seriously? No, this is a dream, right? (laughs) Yeah. It was pretty traumatic, um, you know, and then my husband, you know, was undergoing um, a procedure, a biopsy at the time um, for prostate cancer, which he has had, which he has recovered from. Um, but you want to talk like a, a shocking moment. Um, and, it, and it basically caused me um, to really take a hard look at everything that, um, you know, I was doing. And mm-hmm. I got some great sage advice from uh, a dear friend and coach who said to me, why don't you think about what it is you really want to be doing? And um, so I did a lot of soul searching and I didn't jump into another job right away. And um, I did my best um, to really go within and do a lot of meditation, a lot of mm-hmm. journaling and soul searching. And I remember there was this one meditation that I did with a woman who I adore. She's out of the UK. Her name is Sophie Bashford. She wrote this great book called You Are a Goddess. But if you're going to read it, I recommend you do it on Audible because she does a lot of meditations through it. Oh, <laughs> love it. And she's, and she's from the UK. So her accent is lovely. So yeah. just <laughs> yeah. she's good to listen to. Um, and I literally listened to that meditation and I was moved to tears. And immediately after that meditation, I told my husband, I can't possibly go back into corporate life. I had to fill my calling. And I felt like I would lose my breath if I went back to a corporate job. Uh And fortunately for me, he was behind me no matter what I chose to do. Um, But I realized at this moment, right, it was my soul intelligence screaming at me. Yep. Yeah, it was my why. I no longer felt like I had a choice. I had to fulfill my purpose and my true life's work. Yeah, it was that just that that feeling that you got and you just knew you had to act on it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, I, I was I think I was mentioning to you like um I'm currently reading the big leap cuz like three different people told me I had to and that's synchronicity and you got to pay attention. Totally. Um, <laughs> right. And in that book, you know, they talk about your different zones, your zone of incompetence, your zone of competence, your zone of excellence and then your zone of genius. Mm-hmm. And, and most of us stay in that zone of excellence for a right. long time. Because it's comfortable. Really what I did, right? Well, it's, well, it's comfortable. You know, yeah. it's, it's, you know, we get really good at what we do often. I always say that. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, you know, doing this job, yes, I was very good at it. And it was a lot of people development and some of the things that I get to do today as a coach that I adore. Um, but I've been doing it for other people as opposed to doing it for myself uh-huh. and in, 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 what I would say in a more enlightened way. So the fact that you get to do this now for your livelihood and you're basically like you started a second career. That's what I find so inspiring that you had like 
what could potentially be a life, well, it was a life altering moment and a, which, which could have been absolutely devastating for both you and your husband and, and look, and, and look what happened. Yes, absolutely. It, it was very crazy. Yeah, <laughs> um, totally. you know, and so I developed a whole methodology on how I help people um, get better in touch with their soul intelligence. Right. Mm-hmm. I've kind of talked about it conceptually and, and, what this place is. And and there's certainly things that you can do um, to tap into that. But I actually Mm -hmm. developed my own um, methodology where I use a book of charts and a pendulum. And I um, actually use that to um, figure out what negative energies, emotions, thoughts, self-limiting beliefs are stuck in someone's mental, emotional, or physical body. Uh Um, And some of the stuff that I bring up you know, it's like it's stuck in your subconscious and we bring it up to your conscious mind so that you can actually release it. Well, let's talk a little bit about um, why do you think, first of all, that so many people don't really find their purpose? You know, they just sort of feel like they're just going from one thing to the next. Um, It's almost like, you know, it's like, it's like we just, we have to move on to the next thing and we have to move on to the next thing. And there's almost this fear that we're not going to get it all done. You know, I think part of it is we have to remember we're human beings, not human doings, right? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> oh, I love I love the way you put that. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I think we all get caught up in being busy, right? We go mm-hmm. from activity to activity and we pack our days so much that we've kind of lost connection to the divine, to one yeah. another, and to ourselves. So for me, like the best thing to come out of the COVID timeout really was a reset, right? A mm-hmm. refocusing of our priorities. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were figuratively and literally told to go within. Yeah. <laughs> you know, stay home, spend time with yourself, with your family. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's really focusing on spending that quiet time with yourself um, mm-hmm. so that you're not constantly, you know, trying not to feel things, trying, trying to keep yourself distracted um, so that you can actually tap into your soul intelligence. Mm-hmm. Well, and I also think too, that in general, and it's, you know, part of the reasons why, one of the reasons why I decided decided to start this show in general and why I call it the ultimate journey of self-care is that, you know, I think we, we decide what self-care really means to us, but unfortunately for a lot of people, it's being busy, being productive, getting the next achievement on the list, you know, um, you know, making a certain amount of money, reaching the career milestone, whatever it is. And that in and of itself is defined as self-care, unfortunately. And when we do that, I think we're, when we limit ourselves to just that line of thinking, you know, we're doing ourselves such a huge disservice. Mm, absolutely. Um, you know, those things that light you up, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's like you love reading or like being on the internet or on your phone or Netflix or sports or eating or drinking, like all those things can actually ignite your soul intelligence right. and, and light you up from within. But they also have um, the tendency to become harmful if you do them to excess. Yes. Right? Um, and, and it's also why you can't just say happiness is really your why I'm just going to do it to be happy. It's because that's really a temporary state. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And you're always chasing that next high. Yeah. 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 And, I'm so glad you brought that up because I hear that a lot in my, in my online communities and in, you know, groups of, you know, the people that we have here for classes and everything. I just, all I want to do is just be happy. Well, what does that really mean? You know? And I right. think, I think we have to really challenge ourselves on, you know, this journey that we're on as to what that really means for us. Absolutely. 
you know, um, truly like what is soul intelligence? It's, it's allows you to feel whole mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. And when you're in that alignment, you know, and when you can live from that place, when it leads your life, um, you choose love of self. I know you talk a lot about Mm self-care. Um, you know, when you choose love of self, you really are choosing to be in alignment with your higher self, the best version of you. Mm-hmm. And then the best part is then you actually are happy. You're in flow. You experience more love and peace and joy. And life becomes fun when you start realizing it's all about your experience and your expression of your most authentic self, regardless uh-huh. of what's going on. Right. right. Challenge right. the triumph. You know, obviously, like hitting the bottom of the pool, <laughs> like, you know, with me. Yeah. Um, you know, in, in my career. Um, well, I think, I think we've all, we've all had those moments in our life where we feel like we're at the bottom. Oh, yeah. you know, and we don't know which way is up. I mean, you know, last year I lost almost 80% of my business because of the pandemic, you know? Um, right. And so there were, there were places last year where I felt like I was on the bottom in a oh, lot yeah. of ways because, you know, I've made what I do a large part of who I am. And I'm not ashamed to say that. Because I know what part of what I do really lights me up. And when I can't do that, I feel like there's a part of me that's missing. Mm. Um, And so I think being able to recognize, I think that something is missing for us or that we want to make something better for us um, is going to bring us closer to being in, you know, alignment with our soul intelligence to use your words. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, um, it's interesting too. I work with a lot of uh, senior leadership teams, um, executive leadership teams, mm-hmm. CEOs in in my coaching practice, um, because I really feel like there is a spiritual side to business, right? Yes. Just because I didn't walk into a boardroom with a book of charts and a pendulum doesn't mean I wasn't doing fun energy work behind the scenes. But mm-hmm. um, you know, I think for so many years we've been told that business and and your beliefs don't belong in the same room, right? Uh, but as the world changes and continues to become more open um, and more polarizing, I think people are beginning to acknowledge that who they are outside of the boardroom really matters. Yeah. What they stand for really matters. And that, quite frankly, for the human collective, the total person matters. And that yeah. in the end, we can all make the difference as we figure out where we go from yes. here. Yes. Well, and two, to your point about the, you know, being in the boardroom, you know, thinking about negotiating the deals or, you know, serving your clients or, you know, fulfilling programs or whatever it is that you're doing, you know, I think we attach, there's a lot of emotional energy that we attach to that. And so I think recognizing that, but also at the same time, being able to step back and say, you know what, I think I can change what I think about that. That may actually open us up to a whole nother you know, level of being emotionally connected to what we do. Oh, totally. Right. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, so let's talk for a little bit about, you know, what we did on retreat. I did a whole episode. um, It was just a couple episodes back. Um, It was probably like, if my memory serves me right, episode 113 or 114, somewhere around there. So for anyone out there listening, if you haven't had a chance to listen to my interpretation of the experience that we had in Turks and Caicos, I would really encourage you to go back and listen to that. But since Christine was there with me, I'd like to kind of talk a little bit about that for a minute. So um, if you could like sum it up in just a few sentences, um, just describe what you think that the experience was like. 
Oh my gosh. I don't even know where to begin. Not, not just for us, but for the people that were there. Oh, wow. Well, first of all, Turks and Caicos is just an amazing place. Um, yeah, I have to say, I think it is the most beautiful water I have ever seen. Oh, I mean, really, truly. Um, it was, it was spectacular. Um, and, and I think, you know, to your point, uh, you know, one of the things you, I know you're, you're called to do is um, bring people to experiences and destinations. Cause when you get out of your mm-hmm. regular physical environment, your regular routine, you're really able to focus, I think on you mm-hmm. um, and, and on your, you know, what you really want to achieve. And we had so much visible transformation Yes. Um, while we were there mm-hmm. from, uh, you know, physically, mentally, and emotionally, like we really had a full mind, body, soul experience. Um, yes. people, yeah, I really think people were able to, um, recharge, reset, regroup and take their, take themselves to a new, whole new level. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, you know, the, we had such an interesting group there too. Like we had, you know, someone there who's, you know, kids are growing up and she's asking herself what's next. We had, you know, a colleague of yours who was in, you know, to paraphrase your story was, you know, recently laid off and was asking herself, you know, what's next for me kind of thing. Mm, And then we had, then we had, you know, a couple people in my space, you know, that were, that were just doing it for themselves as a chance to, you know, just get away and do something for themselves where they could redefine what their self-care actually looked like. So we really covered like the full landscape of what a retreat experience could look like. Oh yeah. I mean, like you said, you know, even from the people to the challenges that they were facing in their, their personal and professional lives and how everybody showed up and, you know, really being able to, you know, establish a new belief, uh-huh. um, change an old pattern or an old yeah. habit, yeah. Um, shed themselves of things that were no longer serving them. Um, everybody elevated, um, yeah. like I said, you know, physically, mentally, and emotionally, it, it yeah. was an extraordinary experience. Well, and we can, um, you know, and to your point, I just want to piggyback on this real quick. It's, you know, it's like I said before, we get really good at what we do often. You know, we tell ourselves the same things, you know, all the time. Well, I know myself and I know this is how it is kind of thing. And, you know, we, what we, what we also, you know, are used to thinking the same things. We think it so much, we just accept it as fact. So, you know, it really does take going somewhere like, like a Turks and Caicos or a Key West or some of the other places where I've been and done retreats to, you know, you have to allow yourself to get out of your current environment and be in the room with different people and have the different conversation to realize, number one, that you're not alone. And number two, that it really is possible to come away a completely updated version of yourself. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's truly the magic. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, as a, as a retreat leader, it just, it always clarifies again, you know, it just helps reinforce, you know, to paraphrase you. My helps me reconnect to my soul intelligence, knowing that I'm doing exactly what I was put on this planet to do. (laughs) Right. And, and absolutely. And, you know, one of the, one of the fun things was being able to do that together. Yes. um, And to hold space for each other and, um, you know, support one another so that 
you know, everybody goes on a retreat for a different reason. Right. And, and I think, you know, just setting that intention before we left that everybody walks away with what they need mm-hmm. um, yes. was yes. extremely impactful. Yes, I think so too. And that I love what kind of what we did at the end where we all got to, you know, kind of share about, you know, what happened. Well, this is what I showed up thinking mm-hmm. and this is what I'm walking away with now. And it, what was so interesting to me and was, and not just interesting, but just revealing to me was just how, just how much people were able to do that and connect. And it's like, you know, to, to get spiritual here for a minute, it's like, I really felt like there was a very thin, very thin layer between the next life and our present life while we were there. I mean, that's how connected I felt like we all were as a group to not just who we were, but what we felt like our next thing was going to be. It was, um, it was, it was really magical. So it um, was. And the good news is you're going to be doing more of those cool retreats. That's right. I've got one coming <laughs> up in December in Key West, and then I'm doing another one in Key West. I always go to Key West in May, and that's kind of a funny story. But well, maybe, probably because my birthday's in May. But but I love going to Key West in May. Personally, I think it's one of the best months of the year to go. And you're going to be joining me there next year. I'm so excited. I know. So I know. We're going to we're going to we're going <laughs> to put our heads together for another another amazing experience. So so well, so I really appreciate the opportunity of being able to share with people just a little bit about um, soul intelligence and some of the work that I do. Yeah. So so let's talk a little bit uh, before we wrap up about um, what you've got coming up um, as far as as far as your work with soul intelligence. I know you're working on something pretty unique. I am. I've got some really cool things going on. Um, I am launching um, an online program uh, at, you know, in essence, a school called the soul, uh, soul intelligence method. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be sharing with people how I actually do the, the soul intelligence work using, um, a, you know, the charts and, um, mm-hmm. and move energy and help others because I feel called to really, you know, it's a pretty big, why I'm trying to la- raise the consciousness level of the planet. Um, uh-huh. you got to do it you know, one person at a time. And there's only so many people I can touch. So I feel very much called um, to share this with other people so that they can learn this methodology and and uh, help others as well. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. So well, that's I love going to be January 17th. Oh, that's so exciting. I know when I first met you, you were talking about that that was a possibility then, but you just weren't quite sure what it was going to look like. And now here we are talking about a launch date. So I know I'm so excited and um, it's going to be a a nine month program. So we're going to birth a whole new you in nine months. (laughs) Oh, I love (laughs) it. That's right. That's so exciting. That's so exciting. Because I think, you know, I think in the world today, when we look around at reading a book and becoming an expert on this topic or, you know, doing this particular program certification program or whatever. And then here you are with your own soul intelligence method. I just think it's, I just think it's fantastic. Oh, it's really, um, really a joy to be able to do this work and to help people level up. And what's really fun is, you know, through my coaching practice, I use, you know, the traditional coaching methods in addition to the soul Mm -hmm. intelligence energy work in order to help people experience, um, you know, greater transformation. Yeah. And, and that's, I mean, that's, that's right there in a nutshell is like, you know, 
transforming as a, a form of self-care, really. I mean, what other way of self-care um, is there than to be more connected with who you are? Oh, I could, right? I'm going to feel that. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's true, though. <laughs> it's true, though, because, yeah. you know, I, I, I see self-care and self-love being thrown around so loosely, you know, today. But, yeah. you know, really, when we think about it, there's no better way to take care of ourselves than to be tapped in more with what really excites us and makes us, you know, and makes us happy. It, it connects us more to what we're supposed to be doing on this planet during our brief stay on this planet as human beings. Oh, that's absolutely fantastic. I, like I said, I'm going to have to steal that. You're going to do that again. <laughs> uh, you're welcome to. So. <laughs> So let's say someone out there is listening to our conversation and they're just really liking this whole concept of soul intelligence. Cause I gotta be honest when I hear it, when it's, it is a pretty loaded term, you know, it, it just, is. I think it automatically like people are like, Ooh, what's that? But let's say that someone is like, wants to start today in terms of getting more tapped in, but maybe they're just not quite sure where to begin. What would you tell them? Oh, great question. First of all, um, how do you start tapping into your soul intelligence? Uh, the first thing is um, you have to reduce your distractions, mm-hmm. right? Slow down, uh, turn off the TV, make time to embrace the silence, uh, spend time in, in nature, like really getting getting comfortable with, with being with you. And then spend some time in connection with yourself or, you know, to the divine. So whether that's mm-hmm. prayer for you or meditation or journaling, talking to, you know, unseen beings like angels or guides or, you know, your ancestors that have passed on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, really the third thing is like to become really aware and acknowledge your feelings because they are the fuel of life, right? Yes. They bring in, they never lie. A, right. And magnify what begins as a thought and eventually can become a belief. So I, I think a lot of us spend our time being afraid to feel um, when it's actually what being human is all about to feel and express and experience, you know, feeling really is the secret in terms of manifesting and bringing things into you. Mm -hmm. So getting really, getting really clear, you know, on who you are and, and what it is you really want to do. What is your Mm -hmm. purpose, right? What is your mission, your vision? Uh Where, Where are your values? And are you aligned with that, with what you're currently doing? And, and and if not, then we can start talking about how you pay attention to all cool signs and synchronicities and yeah. um, take it another step further. Yeah, it's like um, it's like we follow it's like we follow the breadcrumb trail, right? It's like, ooh, what's yes. that? I'm gonna go lean into that a little bit more, right? And then, Absolutely. ooh, what's next? I'm gonna I'm just gonna follow the trail, you know. <laughs> you know, Absolutely. I I really believe nothing really just happens by coincidence. You know that there's there's always there's always something more to it. It just depends on what we want to think about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, you know, I, I work a lot with energy. Um, You know, everybody and everything is energy. Everything's a vibration. And like I said, we have to be able to feel those emotions, but there are certain emotions that vibrate at a much lower, denser level, Mm -hmm. um, which are those things like, you know, fear and guilt and all of those things at the bottom, overwhelmed. Yeah. All that. And then you move up um, to where you get to the the places of love and joy and peace. And so being in touch with your soul intelligence means you spend more of your time 
in those upper level emotions. And yeah. so it, how, how do we get there and how yeah. do we, how do we stay there and live our lives from that place a lot more often? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's where the, the real good stuff is. Right. That's it. Amen, sister. Yeah. Love it. I love <laughs> so that's it. how I would start. I would start by getting quiet. And then certainly, you know, if people want to learn a little bit more about what I do or how I do it, um, I'm, I'm happy to, um, share with people. They can find me on Facebook and my Facebook mm-hmm. group is called soul led leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, you can, um, I'm going to be launching, like I said, the, the soul intelligence, um, method in January. And I'm actually holding a, um, masterclass on the power of soul intelligence, uh, November 23rd at 7 PM Eastern. So if any of your listeners are interested in checking it out and doing a deeper dive, I'd be happy to provide a link to that. Oh, I love that. Yes. And you'll, and anyone out there listening, if you want to connect with Christine, cause that was my next question, you know, is to ask where, how people could find you is make sure you check the show notes and you can find the link to her masterclass um, or you can go over and join her Facebook group. I'm in there as well. So, um, so yeah, this is, this has really been fun. I always love having, you know, deeper conversations with you. So thank you so much for joining me, Christine. I really appreciate it. Oh, Allison, it was a pleasure. Um, I, as you know, I am a big fan of your work and, um, love that we get a chance to, to play together, um, in, in these experiences. So thank you again for having me on any final thoughts before we sign off. Um, you know, I just want to encourage everybody to, um, you know, continue to, to use, uh, extreme self-care by being more connected with who you really are Mm -hmm. and getting in touch with your soul intelligence. See, I told you I was going to use it. Ah, I love it. That's that's why I asked you because I, I wanted I wanted to hear it again. So awesome, beautiful. All right. Well, thank you again for joining me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Outstanding. If anyone out there is listening and has been digging this conversation, please feel free to reach out to Christine. You can find her in her Facebook group, Soul Led Leadership, or you can check her out for her masterclass. Both of those links you'll find in the show notes. Um, So please make sure you connect with her. Christine will be with me next year on retreat um, as well. So, and like I said, if you are interested in joining me in Key West in early December, December 5th through the 9th, we will be down there for what I call a VIP experience, which is just a little bit smaller version of what I just described we did in Turks and Caicos. We'll be taking a closer look at what you want, what you want your 2022 to look like. And then when we get around to next May, when we'll be back in Key West, Um, we'll be exploring more of an island transformation theme, I think. So we'll just have to stay tuned. Stay tuned for more details on that. So, and before I sign off, I just want to, again, always express, I always want to express my gratitude to all of you listening for all of your support. We are, we are heard, the ultimate journey of self-care is heard all over the world now. We have thousands of listeners and thousands of downloads. And every week we reach more and more people. And, you know, when I started the show, I really was not sure what to expect. I wasn't sure how it was going to go or exactly what it was going to look like. I just knew that I had a burning desire to talk about this topic and to really explore what this can actually mean for you, not just in your life, but in how it impacts your life and your own personal journey. Because, you know, as you know, from listening to our conversation just now, that we learn a lot from listening to um, what other people have been through and what it means for them. We become more inspired, which 
you know, hopefully affects the decisions that we make. Um, that's really what this show is all about. So just know from the bottom of my heart how grateful I am uh, for all of your support. Um, and every week, you know, I look forward to being here and and sharing a little bit more. So this is Allison Kaskowski with The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. You are one step closer to living your ultimate life. So make it a good one.